I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Okay, we're on the AfterBuzz jam. Thank you so much for sticking with us during this quarantine time. So I'm going to need y'all to grab y'all quarantine snacks because um, we're about to get into it. We're about to cover episodes three and four of 20. So grab your snacks. We're about to dive in. But before we do that, I'm Lonnie J and I'm joined by two other lovely hosts. Yes. Hey, friends. I'm your co-host, Rochelle. I'm so excited to be here in my home, healthy, corona-free. Amen. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Cortez. I'm excited to be here as well. A little week behind, but I'm here and it's time to uh, be in our 20s for these next few weeks. <laughs> yes. For y'all know I'm really in my 20s over here, living the oh, good grown well, up free life. But you I know gotta what? pretend. I gotta pretend I'm not in my 20s anymore. <laughs> but, what? but you know what? That's okay. That's okay because that offers that balance. You could shed some light on some things that you know we need to get through. Just <laughs> you know, I just didn't expect my 20s. I didn't expect to be dealing with a quarantine. You know, I didn't think I was going to be trapped indoors. But at the same time, I think this show is uncovering a lot of layers for this phase in life. Um, I know that I could relate to a lot of moments. So we're going to get started with episode three before we dive into episode four. So in episode three, we have Patty. She's looking for her happy place as Ida B is going to bust her bubble. And that's something that we'll get to talk about. And Marie is being put against um, another Black co-worker of hers. And Nia is still doubting her own place in the career and her career field as well. So we have a lot of finding ourselves in these episodes. Mm -hmm. So I just want to ask you guys, how do you feel about Patty having her writing difficulty, is that something that you guys could relate to? Because we've seen that she just kept trying to find this happy place. She went from the park to the coffee spot. Um, and even to sharing on Instagram. Do y'all know, do y'all do that? Like you post on Instagram, you know, uh, talking about you getting some things done and you really didn't get nothing done. That really <laughs> so how y'all feel about up. that moment? That cracked me up because we all have been victim to it. Best believe I will be out of shoot, probably not doing nothing. Will be like, check me out. <laughs> we have felt victim to it at least once. Not saying that it's a habit to do all the time, but I feel like ultimately you always have a friend like that one comment that was just like, girl, get your head in the game. Stop playing. More walk, more work in, less posted. So we always have a person that's going, you know, mm -hmm. put us back in line. I think it's relatable because it's always hard to find a space where you can really get into like your groove. And I think that's what she was really trying to do while also searching for, you know, the get past the writer's block and just focus because, you know, she was newer into the role and then she was also having to get coffee and stuff like that. So just trying to find a space to where she could really write, which, she, which, which is what she's passionate about. Um, and I can relate to that about anything. Like I can't even, you know, I gotta be in a certain place to cook right. If I wanna cook, I can't be in somebody's house cooking. I gotta be, you know, in my space, my zen. <laughs> I think that's, that's what she was looking for, you know, trying to get to when she was going to the park and, like I said, even social media, so. Mm -hmm. And then how do you guys think this relationship between her and the barista is going to play out? Because while she was trying to find this <laughs> place to get her work done, the barista came to her and gave her a letter and, um, you know, just something to, to help her find that, get out of that writer's block. So how do you guys think that relationship is going to unfold? Is this going to be one of her her real ones or or what i don't know i'm a little confused because half of me is feeling like she's flirting but then the other half she's like relaying that like she's like well i would take your spot like i would do anything for that job clearly she's a writer as well so i don't know if she's trying to be her friend and rub elbows or if she genuinely wants to you know like mess with her in the long term you know so i'm confused on that their relationship i'm not confused i think she's ah! peace <laughs> I think she wants a piece. Uh, I think she is probably using that connection to maybe, you know, see or, you know, experience other connections. But I think that in, at some point, 
And I know it's more of a prediction that she's going to really reveal what she really wants. And uh, I guess we're going to see what that is, but... <laughs> Okay, look, so it's getting juicy over there. That's just, you know, that's what I think. I've, I've seen situations where people have, you know, you can find some economy. You kind of use one thing to get closer to another person. And I think that she's genuine. Not that she's trying to get over, but I don't know. I think she wants a piece. Nah, that's yeah. what I think. <laughs> okay, you know what? I kind of agree with you because, I don't know, even just giving that letter, that just seems very, like, real, real thoughtful, you know? Like, I don't know who's just doing that out here. But how do y'all feel about um, once she gets back to Ida B's office, she shared with her that, you know, she kind of was trying to write, but she wasn't able to, and she was trying to find her happy place, and Ida B checked her real quick, like, I don't have a happy place. It's just get it done. So she kind of gave her this happy place versus deadline. So how do y'all feel about Ida B dropping that bomb on her? Is Ida B being too tough? Or is she just really letting her know what's up in this industry and what you have to pass? I think you can't be a BSer. I mean, you can't BS a BSer. Um, and I say that to say that when she was saying like, oh, what have you all accomplished today? She opened that room for her to be like hey you can stay overnight and write with me if you want to get some extra things done which was crazy that she passed up crazy because if anybody at the studio today will be like hey you know you want to do stuff to stay extra 30 minutes it's gonna be like why not like that's the opportunity but she played herself by opening her mouth too much and saying that she was going to a party which was irrelevant so i think that it was necessary for her to say that because it was an eye opener for her but um mm -hmm. I do think that she makes it sound like she's not in a happy place, which sucks. I feel like if you're doing your dream, it should be some type of happy place. You know, where are you getting that passion from? So I don't know. What do you think, friend? Uh, I don't think she's too hard on her. Um, I think in this moment, you know, when she's a little tougher on her in terms of how she, I think she genuinely likes her. Obviously she, you know, got her the position that she's in, but I don't know. Like I, I think it's realistic. Like, I mean, just look at like how people get other managements and things, you know, we, we don't really hear about these things all the time, but I mean, it's it's pretty tough to break into the business. And I think for her, she sees her as an amateur and with a lot of potential, but uh, maybe a lot of her ways, she, I think she has some of the same expectations of her own, you know, of her own life for her. And she's projecting it onto her, uh, mm -hmm. which is not really fair, but in the same time in the business, it's looked at as fair, you know. There, I think the show is really just showing you what it's like and what you could possibly, you know, get into if you take that avenue. And I think she, Ida B is just a good example of that for now, slightly, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then on top of that, so just thinking about that whole scene, and she didn't go to a party. She ended up going with mm -hmm. Courtney, right? Mm -hmm. So how are y'all feeling about this relationship? Because Courtney gives me, is her name Courtney? Is this, yeah. this, 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 is the, this is the one in Marie? <laughs> no, not Marie. Wait, what, what? Um, Hattie's little boot thing that she's just so heavy. Yeah, the one, that, the one that took her to- Oh, um, I thought it was Lorraine. Down Barbara. <laughs> We're gonna call her the girl. <laughs> okay, the boot thing, right? The, the, the distraction, the distraction. Right. That's what we gonna call I'm literally like searching it too. But yeah, the distraction like the is a good name. Yeah, that's deep. Okay, so the distraction. Mm -hmm. So she ends up not even getting no work done because she takes this trip to Santa Barbara. Yeah. She does reveal to the distraction, like, look, you're a distraction. And mm -hmm. it's hard for me to get my work done. And she's like, well, that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be that one for you. You know, giving her that right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This relationship, I know it's annoying me, but how do you guys yeah. feel about the distraction in Hattie. Like, what is this phase she's going through? What's gonna be her revelation and breakthrough? Tell me, Tyler. I mean, Tyler now, dang. We put my friend Tyler. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Tyler would say, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Tess, what um, So I, for one, it, it mm, she was in the opening scene, you know, when she came home, she was evicted. So that's one thing, obviously, in that moment, you know, in the first episode, in that moment, she was evicted. She knew she was getting evicted, but she's told to spend time with this girl. That's already a sign of, okay, distraction. And then to hear her say, I think you're a distraction in episode three, uh, I think she's just an example of, in, in LA, I can speak, you know, being here, 
you know, I can be focused on my gym goals, but I got this one friend that want to go party. I know I don't need to go on, but they like, come on, come on. She is that person, but in a relationship form, which is, I, I think could be worse because you involve in feelings and love and stuff like that. So I don't know how it's going to play out with her in general. Um, She's entertaining to watch, but like for what uh, Hattie is trying to accomplish, I think she's going to really push her back. And like you said, when Ida B, she didn't take the opportunity, she went to uh, Santa Barbara. That's an example of where she is, you know, possibly making a mistake, you know, not forwarding her career and choosing this fling situation because she really, she really don't love her. You know, she just yeah. having fun. It's, it's, it, I can see if it was love, love, but it's like, it's fun. So, but she hopefully. did tell her that I love you. That was the ending of episode three was Hattie saying, I love you. And Mama Sita saying, you think I know. that she really loved her. <laughs> she said, I know. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> how are you feeling? Um, I'm conflicted thinking of it now while he was speaking about it. Cause me personally, I'm 27. So I'm in my twenties and I'm just like, personally, any guy that I'm talking to at the moment, if I know that he has a due date for something and I want him to go to Vegas with me bad, I'm going to be like, well, we're going to set a certain time when we reach, we're going to like, you know, take care of what we need to take care of. And then we can go out and play. Um, it's priorities, you know, and I never want to be a distraction for anyone because when we go into our thirties, I want us to be further than what we are today. So I'm like, a part of me is like, well, I'm in my twenties, so I wouldn't even get down like that. But then my mistake is 25, but that's not a big difference from us. So no, it's playing. right there. You have right. the situation because if I was working for Franklin Entertainment right now, please, you cannot drag me nowhere. Listen, it's certain <laughs> things, and you work so hard to get there. Your friends have plugged you up there. I don't understand why you're you're not taking full advantage. And I don't, don't want to have you're your yeah. early stages of working with this company. So this is the time where you really have to grind. You know, you don't show out. Right. Yeah. If the opportunities like the opportunity for her working with Ida so soon won't, you know, if, if it comes in an early point of your career for that company, you should probably take it because some people work hard. Like that little assistant that's working for Ida, I'm sure she would love to work with Ida. But <laughs> she's, pushing the, she's pushing the door, you know, closing the door of the place. <laughs> That big old door. That big know? door. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about that door every episode. Man. That door. And those in the heels when she's pushing the door, it takes me every time. <laughs> Struggling. Struggling. But I think that this episode really deals a lot with finding your purpose, especially um, <laughs> since we have Big Sean, who's playing this amazing character. I'm loving I love it. his character. I, I love, love to do. I love Big Sean. But he doesn't have a cell phone. Um, he really seems like he's in tune with um his higher self, I'ma say. Um, he's really tapped in with the spirit. And he asked Nia, he says, What are you passionate about? And he says something about knowing your purpose, but refusing to walk in it. So I think it's kind of like this parallel with mm -hmm. Nia and um, Hattie, you know, knowing your purpose, but still refusing to walk in it. And sure, Nia's situation is different, but I think it still does. Um, yeah, like there's just this parallel. So how are you guys feeling about feeling about Big Sean and Nia? Like, is he going to help her reach this? next level mm -hmm. in her life is he revealing some things about her um to herself hmm. i would say absolutely i'm a big fan of nia uh, out of the friend well i love hattie too hattie too but nia is awesome i love her energy so far she seemed like a really great character um and i do think that big sean is going to bring that out of her because he's he's going to be her yin to her yang you know like he's definitely not in the scene like that he gets his business done he's passionate about what he do he stays in his own lane and we always need somebody to refresh us like that because it's so easy to get pulled into different things you know and get distracted so mm -hmm. dispose i mean opposite of mama sita who's distracting haiti i feel like you know um tristan this character he's really going to pull out I love it. I love it. I just love his characteristics. It's awesome. I need me a big time. <laughs> manifest that girl. Need yes. Good at manifesting. So you better take some tips. <laughs> yes. What about you, Tess? How are you feeling about I like the I like the relationship. I think he's great. I think he's already, you know, kind of rubbing off on her to have to challenge her to pull out, you know, because she's now, you know, she's trying to act and now and then 
even in, you know, later, I guess we'll talk about her conversation with her, her childhood friend, where she talks about, you know, uh, working corporate versus something like you can see that maybe that conversation has her thinking about, you know, really fulfilling what she wants to do or finding her purpose, whatever that may be going back to acting or moving forward in this case. So I like I like his character and I like to look at him with his hair. I'm like, yes, it should. <laughs> you know, I don't know him and Janae back together, but they I ain't. Think so. <laughs> oh, look, I, I mean, think yeah. that Disneyland booed up. Okay, they Janae said this she's quarantine. She might. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, it's a lot of different things going on so we have Nia and Hattie they're trying to find their purpose um Hattie's trying to find her happy place Nia's getting back into acting um <clears throat> discovering that this is something she's really passionate about we even seen her um kind of look back at an old headshot that she had um but let's get into Marie because you know I know we say we love Nia and Rochelle you said you love Nia and Hattie but Marie she's not getting them five stars <laughs> Are you- <laughs> i like marie i like good marie. yes different perspective we need this yeah i'm gonna say well her care i'm gonna say this her character is needed like their that character for every type of show is needed um and i mean her story is a little different than other stories i've seen in her character but it's needed and she's very strong and career career driven but you know, she, you can tell that that kind of over that, you know, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Basically, that takes presidents over a lot of her personal life issues. Of course, what she's dealing with. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about it at, at this point, but her boyfriend. <laughs> I know. I think and, I'm confused, like, is that her husband or boyfriend? I think they're just boyfriend, I think. Okay. I, think I know we're figuring it out. Yeah. But y'all yeah, comment really... below. Let us know if, if y'all know if they're married or if they boyfriend, girlfriend, because this is something we talked about in the last episode as well. Yeah, checking yeah. her. But I like her. I like her. I like her character. And uh I'm interested to see where this goes with this, you know, with this career that she's trying to pursue and battling this black guy. I like Marie. So I'm I'm gonna defend Marie while y'all talk about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So so with Marie because I do feel like a lot of her critiques are needed because sometimes you need your friends to just be honest with you. Like, look, <clears throat> no, nah, that's not a good idea. Or look, you about to play yourself. Sometimes you need that, but you you also need someone who understands the pace that you're moving and Mm -hmm. nobody likes to hear somebody that's just like constantly nagging them because you're not going to be as receptive and open to whatever they're saying which we constantly see Hattie and Marie going at it which you know they're still friends so she must be a Hattie must consider her a very good friend so just even with us speaking about Marie towards the end of that episode we seen her boyfriend um, accepting a card from I can't remember who it was. It was just like, a, like a, a cocktail waiter or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he takes this card and it almost looks as if they were exchanging some business <laughs> or maybe flirting. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know what was going on. So, yeah. What, what do you guys think about now Marie and her her boyfriend and him accepting this card or whatever was going on in the mix? <clears throat> Well, before mm. I assume, because Fred over there looked like he ready to pop, pop, pop. But <laughs> before I, I'm gonna assume, let you go I, I look, I don't have any um bad comments <clears throat> on that. I'm just curious on why they're not having sexual relations. Um, it seemed like it's been a while. So I want to figure out what's going on with them before I could assume anything that was going on with what he's doing. So that's all I have to say on that. But go ahead, mm-hmm. um, Fred. Well, okay, so going back to that, I'm glad you mentioned it. So that is confusing to me because she obviously thinks that her, she has some type of feeling towards her boyfriend being um, gay. She she obviously does. You know, you can see, and she's struggling with that. uh, Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) what did you say? Huh? Okay, because like, this is what I was thinking. Yeah, so, okay, so if in the, I, big, know I don't know if it was, it, it hasn't been, you got to think about it. Look back to when she, he brought those books home and it was, there. this one was about uh, a, a guy, I forgot the whole story that he said, it was so long. 
but it was about a guy and she was like, okay. And then you know that they, they're, so they were trying to have sex in the- Yes, the I was gonna say that! They were trying to have sex, right? We gotta be real. <laughs> we gotta be real here. <laughs> they were trying to have sex, but apparently he only likes to have sex from behind. Mm-hmm. Remember so, when they, she was like, I need the lube. Yes. Uh-huh. So she is, I think that she thinks that he is gay or at least has some type of thoughts about messing with a guy. And I think that every episode we're reminded of that and she's struggling with that every episode. Yes. But okay. on the other end, before I move on from this, this, this girl, Nia looks up, y'all, I don't know if you meant, Nia looks up to this couple. Did y'all see that, right? What couple? The vision, the vision board that she has as yes. her ideal couple. That's yes. them two. What? I didn't even repeat that. I didn't, didn't see that? I seen it, uh-huh. but I didn't pause it. And I should have paused it to look at it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was watching this one. I was watching this with my boyfriend and he was telling me stuff too. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, you're right. So I watched it over. But yes, like that was that is that that couple that she has on her vision board is uh Marie, number no, is uh Marie and her boyfriend. What? I know. Okay. That's that's a problem because I can always admire my friends, but I never want to be what they got. That's because then that know, downfall. She doesn't, she doesn't know. She doesn't know though. She doesn't know. Like she has Marie doesn't know that she admires him like that. Yeah. They just know that oh, she has a couple. That she, it is. I know. That's why maybe that's why Hattie is always throwing those little jabs. Like she said about three two times. Like worry about you and your man because y'all got some issues going on. So yeah. I don't think she was just referring to the the no sex thing. Maybe Hattie yeah. is thinking something. Um, well, when she said no sex, I mean, I guess she she told her that. She did tell her that. But uh, she, I guess, I don't know if she explained, I don't know if she gave her the detail about her only, him only wanting to do anal sex, basically. That's, that's basically all he wants to do. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I know. So, so is that a sign? I think so. I mean, it's not a it's not a definite sign, but it, it would make it, as a woman, I would think if I have you know two places you can put it, you know, what what would you? That's the only place you want to go. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be. I'm so happy you are joining the panel because you're about to open my eyes to a lot, and yeah. I don't have a personally. I don't have yeah. a gaydar or nothing, and I don't assume. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's yeah. just it's a, it's an assumption. I think the show is trying to you know, uh, push that narrative, which I, I mean, I don't know what, 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 where it could go with it. He could obviously say, deny it, but the signs are leading towards him being possibly gay. Or at wow, least, this- or she just insecure. One of the two. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that on Marie. I know. It kind of <laughs> but I still love her though, so, you know. <laughs> wow. This is juicy. It kind of reminds me of Insecure. I don't remember who was the character, but yeah. she kind of went through this whole thing of... Molly. Um, Molly. Yeah, except Molly wasn't in a relationship oh, yeah. with him. Um, and she reminds me of a lot of Molly. She reminds me of a lot. Like, I see, you know, not, not to compare this, this two series, but they have similar characteristics in terms of how they are in the in the career in their careers uh yeah. and just they're that friend molly was that friend for Issa, and you know marie is that friend towards hattie and nia like yeah. she's kind of a little she's very critical you know but yeah. that's just her personality and i'm that's happy good. you brought it full circle by mentioning the career because that's my next question about um you know just the whole dynamics between marie and the other black co-workers ben. Um, yeah, Ben. So how do you mm-hmm. guys feel about that? Like, just going behind, you know, I don't, your brother's backs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe in that. And I, I am somebody who is God-fearing, and I believe that anything that's for me is going to be full of grace. So anything that I have to do, I will never have to backstab anyone, and I wouldn't want to be in that situation because it wouldn't feel authentic or full of grace. Um, so me personally, I'm not here for it. I'm not going to backstab nobody, especially not somebody... <sighs> the color of my skin um but <laughs> clearly they were saying that that was the type of energy that they have and i think he was like look at your left look at your right you're gonna backstab them like it was already that's the type of environment it seemed yeah. like a challenging type of environment anyway so that's something that she should have prepared for but um if you're gonna do something do do it with your back and your whole chest and when she um came at him like oh okay we're we're enemies now 
he kind of, you know, B-I-T-C-H stuff. And I don't, I don't appreciate that. Whatever you do, do it full force. And um, she checked him. And I hope that he's prepared for everything that that woman will come with. Because she don't look like she's going to um, take it easy on him. Yeah, not at all. What about you, um, I don't, like, I I look forward to seeing, like, their little competition. I don't know if it'll get, I'm, I'm sure at some point it'll go there. Because they both want that position. But they were already, they already were having little, you know, back and forth before that position was open. So, I mean, it's just an example of, you know, I, like you said, they were already kind of putting, you know, um, encouraging like competitive behavior anyway. You know, yeah. Rice. so, I mean, it seems like they're competing, but they are also still, they show a little bit of humility. They're not just, you know, buttholes. They still kind of come back and even you kind of see that in episode four a little bit you know so i don't it's nothing really like alarming yet i don't yeah. think she'll get them I, I think he, he's gonna get it though I, I think he's gonna get it but we'll just have to see i guess i don't know yeah it's also interesting because it kind of brings forth i think this whole show kind of brings forth the notion of intersectionality having those two oppressed type of things and we see that marie is black and she's a woman whereas you know, Ben, he's just a man, a black man. And mm-hmm. um, men kind of get a greater respect than women do. So I'm yeah. very interested to see like how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I definitely do see what you're saying about her being kind of similar to Molly because Molly also, Molly from Insecure also had her workplace dilemmas where, you know, she was going against the fellas and it didn't mm-hmm. really play out in her favor. So yeah. do you guys have anything else to say about episode three in case I missed out on anything? I'm just, I'm just um, still gagging there. You know, I don't eat fake crab. That just took me out. I was like, <laughs> so I gotta okay. tell, I gotta stop eating fake crab now. No imitation crab. <laughs> I'm vegan, so that's all I eat. I be having fake crab. It'd be bomb. No, I'm vegetarian, but you know. I ain't vegan or nothing like that, but you know, I'm always down if it's available. You know, I don't discriminate. That's okay. I'm here. That's okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, if y'all don't have nothing else to say about episode three, we're going to hop into episode four. <laughs> um, please feel free to add in whatever remarks or, or scenes that I may miss. But starting in episode four, we were brought straight into um, Patty and Marie's house. And she had like her little guest over. She had a whole new boo thing over. She just came back from Santa Barbara from the last episode. But now she had um, Miguel's wife. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. But how do you guys feel about just, I don't know if you guys have lived with friends or have friends live with you, but bringing the whole companies over how do you feel about that? And what does this show you about Hattie's character that we may already know? Uh, you, you can start it off, Ray. Um, I, I mean, I mean, it's obviously she, you know, is a person that you got that one friend that comes over and gets very comfortable. Like just how she was talking to uh, her, what's up, Marie's boyfriend the, the last Chuck. episode. You know, she just obviously has made herself at home and kind of gotten a little too comfortable. Um, as far as the girl over, that just proves that, like I said, she does not love that girl. <laughs> the, um, was it the distraction? That's the third girl that we have seen, three, three and a half that we've seen already. Um, and as far as they're having company, I guess if they didn't really go in the battle, you know, what's the big issue? They just kind of looked at it like, oh, but you know, I was surprised Marie didn't get upset and just go out, you know, consider her character. I assumed more from her about that, but you know, it was kind of like light than what I expected. You know what? I've seen that she also had issues with her boyfriend. So I think that those issues kind of outweigh the problem with Hattie bringing this company over. Mm -hmm. And just to piggyback on what you were saying about Hattie not loving um, the distraction. I don't, I still don't, I'm not too sure about that because I think she's trying to distract herself from the distraction because Mm -hmm. her mom even knows about the distraction. Mama don't know about none of these other little girls that she'd be bringing around, but she does know that this distraction is in her daughter's life and Mm -hmm. she's playing both sides. She's fluid. She's like, what's up with that fluid girl? You know, don't let her 
get in your head or whatever the mom was telling her. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know about that. Yeah. Hattie know. is definitely um, overstaying her welcome and she needs to relax <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, she cannot go with Nia and she for sure can't go with Miss Distraction. So I need her to play wisely because um, she is a favorite of mine, but I'm not trying to see her homeless again. So yeah. <laughs> hold it down, hold it down, little mama, please. Right. You know, I'm just seeing that she just has this like real carefree, I'm just doing me type of um, <clears throat> behavior. Like she just really does not care. And not only does it show to me in her personal life, like even from the eviction, you know, we even discussed last time that she just, She's like, all right, I'm still trying to go to this movie screen. And it was no feelings yeah. about it. Keep mm-hmm. it rolling. Let's keep having fun. Were we like this uh, at 25? I'm 25 now, y'all. 24. <laughs> was, was we like this? Nah. Like, are you like this? I don't know. That was nah. so long ago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I distract, distracted myself at certain times, because especially at the middle 20s, I'm like, I still got a bunch of years left. Um, but... That's still I'm the not time gonna... to do it, I think. That's still the time yeah. to, you know. I think it's still the time. I want I mean, to I keep it real with that. Don't do too yeah. much on her. I don't want to be too mean. But go ahead. Yeah, because I was, when I was that age, like, I would still do things. And, you know, I know. I mean, of course, I would have to take care of my bills and stuff like that. But, you know, if I asked, if, if a trip was coming up and I was like, go ahead and take this trip, YOLO. You know, because that's when YOLO, for me, that's when YOLO was going on. You know, that's when it was created. <laughs> Yep. Yep. So I don't see an issue with it. I think she still is very focused in her career. So I think she has a balance, you know, it's just that, you know, at some point and she's still young, but I think she has a balance. So I think it's okay. The fact that she's so passionate in a sense of her career, it works a little sort of. She hasn't made, she hasn't made any decisions yet that is like, Come on, girl. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to Nia and her audition. Watching that part to me, watching her walk into... First off, I'm going to just... Seeing her discuss with her friends that, you know, I have this audition coming up and it's with a web series on YouTube, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing the response of Hattie and Marie. Marie was just kind of on this side of like, girl you you excited about this web series because they have this many followers or subscribers like be real with yourself so how do you guys feel about marie's um lack of encouragement during that moment and how do you feel about her walking into this web series like is this her starting point um i'm just gonna say you know we already know the original rule it's not what you say it's how you say it um and every win is a win regardless if it's big or little um so I think that she definitely could have a little more compassion on that um you know at the end of the day if she's excited for it we should be excited too that's how I do my friends it's like if you like it I love it um but of course she has potential for her friend and she wants her to do bigger and better things um but let her start off you know like she like that's what's up if that's what she want to do and that's what she is I don't see what's the problem but I mean, it's always dope to have a friend that see you bigger than you see yourself. Those are the ones that always help us get to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. definitely. She's, um, I think that was a moment it was like, hmm, you know, but I think that just goes with, with her character. I think she's just uh, one of those, she's just like, for example, in every crew you have the strong friend. And I think that, you know, regardless of what they're going through and sometimes what they go through may rub off, because they're, they're just strong friend, right? So sometimes they're going through things like, obviously she's going through things. She's struggling with her boyfriend and that is rubbing off on her, you know, people around her in a negative way. But I think that she's genuinely happy, just struggling in within her own self. Um, but I didn't like them. I wish it had been like, yes, you know, even if you're thinking that you don't want to discourage anyone, especially yep. in that type of setting, because it's already hard enough to, you know, whether it's a youth web series or, you know, if it's you auditioning for anything, you want to just kind of be positive about mm-hmm. it. As positive as possible. Right. Yeah, and you don't know, she may need it that little window. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe that that's the project that keeps her pushing to the next project, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I feel like that part, I 
to me, you know, I know that Marie has been that that person, but in that scene, I think that that was just coming from a totally different place. And maybe that's been the same for all of her other comments, but right there, just her energy just seems like she's going through her own issues right now. And she's mm -hmm. just putting out that energy. Um, so just even still speaking about Nia, we seen that Nia walked, we seen her go into this audition or what does she call it? A casting call? Um, yeah. We seen her walk into this casting call. She's waiting for her turn and she starts talking with two other people who would be auditioning as well. And they have that girl, this is living the dream um, kind of spill. So how do you feel about that conversation? Tez, if you want to start off, how do you feel about that conversation? And is that living the dream? Is this what it takes to get there? Especially with us being hosts, um, we know how that road can be. And mm -hmm. the many different casting calls or auditions you may walk into. I think that they were representing a side of what it's like, but you know, to Nia's, like to Nia's point or her character, it goes, she's not that type of girl. I don't think she's the type of girl to where it's like the dream. Like at this point, she wants to be happy. You know, I think in listening to them, I mm, I think they kind of like just, just corrupted her mind, you know, to get back into her mind and kind of mess up her, her new flow of, you know, getting to her happiness. Because what they basically did was they kind of, they basically said, okay, this is, this is the driven the dream. Like it may be this or this. What's the said, A light-skinned girl? They said something about the girl in front of them. Um, mixed girl, I think a mixed. Yeah, girl. the mixed girl only the mixed girl get the role. I don't know. I think they were just like corrupting her mind um, in that in that moment. And I'm I don't know. I guess they didn't really show how she did in the audition in terms of like how she actually did. But it's real. You know, you have people that just do anything for these roles, and then you have people that you know have more of a conscience and know their worth. And she's. It seemed like she didn't really. She stayed true to herself. You know. Um, despite having that little, those two little corrupt, corruptions, as I call them. Um, so that's my thought on, I guess, on it, it was kind of light, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, like, I think that it's a good example to show for people who, who are inspired um, to be in that, <clears throat> in that industry, to see that you're going to come across a lot of different characters. You're going to come across a lot of different hurdles, a lot of different energy that's going to get you off track. So you should be like me and definitely, you know, just stick to it, come what you came for, you know, mm -hmm. don't let it discourage you. And I think that was an awesome insight for others to really see because this is what it is. This is how it is out there. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, so moving on to back to Hattie and during this whole episode, I think most of the episode was Hattie looking for some court documents for Ida B that mm -hmm. she needed for, um, one of the episodes in her show, what is it? Cocoa butter? Shea uh, butter? What it, cocoa butter? Right. <laughs> cocoa butter, I think. I think butter, it may be Hey. Yes. So, um, yeah, most of the episode was Hattie looking for these court documents. And I mean, we even seen Hattie flirt with the security guard, which Ooh, I that thought. That was weird. It was <laughs> so weird, but it was funny because she was just like, <clears throat> but um, just seeing her go on this manhunt for these court documents and then get back to Ida B and Ida B's like, girl, I don't even need those no more. How do you guys feel about that moment? And even just this whole thing of, having to buy coffee and, and taking this writer PA role. Cause not only did she have to get the court documents, but she also had to get the smoothies. So how are we still feeling about Ida B in episode four? Um, she, she softened up at the end of episode four when she gave her the suit and um, you know, you seemed like she's trying to, but as far as your first question about her, um, not needing the the doc court documents anymore. I mean, that was a little foul, but I mean, you know, this is the, this is this is the role that she kind of signed up for. Like Hattie B at this point, Hattie B. Oh my God, ah. Hattie. <laughs> That's a restaurant for good chicken. Um, but <laughs> Hattie, um, she knows who she signed up for. Like she knows that she's doing it. She knows that the writing is like this is this is the writing. This is everything she really has to do. Now, it sucks that she didn't, you know, she got all those documents, she talked to the guy at the place, then she got everything, flirted with the security guard, which was kind of weird. I just, I don't understand that scene. Like, I don't know what he into, but that's weird. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, it was weird. Um, I she's okay. She she softened up, like I said. You can tell she's she wants to take her under her wing, but she doesn't want to give her too much. She wants to baby step. I think she's baby stepping into getting her where she wants. And I don't know. I think that, I think I feel like well, we'll talk about predictions. I'm gonna be quiet. Because I'm feeling what you feeling, okay? <laughs> I think <laughs> before y'all go to y'all predictions, I did want to <laughs> piggyback off of what you were gonna say. One, I had a question for you guys with um IDB. Is is she flirting with Haiti or what See, is that's what that? I was gonna say. You know, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know. That's oh, just... we're gonna have to talk about it. Um but just to conclude it with that. <laughs> Um, I'm all here for paying your dues. I had to do the same thing to get where I am today. <laughs> I mean, like we all had to do some type of internship or something. And I think yeah. it's important. I don't think it's wait. I don't think it's a lost cause. I don't think um, it's unnecessary. I think it's awesome. It's humbling. I believe that when you do get to where you're going to get on top, you'll be able to respect every single one of the roles and see why mm -hmm. you went through that. And to make you appreciate it, it's going to be so much sweeter. And I mm -hmm. think that you'll be able to respect your team better because you do understand that, dang, I've been writing for 24 hours. I'm really tired. It'll be awesome if somebody came and got me some coffee that would keep me keeping it moving. So it's not an unnecessary task or something that's just like being a bully. It's just, you know, these are all necessary steps. I'm not talking for people who abuse that power, but mm -hmm. I do believe that, you know, it's going to be so much sweeter. So me personally, who've done a thousand internships and done those coffee calls, done all those printing and washing dishes for people, I don't think it was unnecessary. I'm happy for that because when I get to where I need to go to, I'm going to appreciate those people and treat, those, treat them right, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I really appreciate that you said that because that is so true. Like, no job is too small and you really have to humble yourself. And who did she call Kendrick Lamar? Because she said, be humble. Somebody told okay. her. <laughs> she said, all right, Kendrick. Um, and just to piggyback on what Tez was saying about just the awkward moment between um, the security guard and Hattie, I also like that they threw in our little um, area codes, the 323 or the 424, hey. whatever they did. Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, so you must be from the area. So it was just like, you know, that was refreshing because it just brought <clears throat> home into the picture. Um, mm -hmm. 310 all day. 312. Uh, 301. Hey, <laughs> Valley. That's Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got a 901 number earlier. I was like, who is oh. this? I don't know if that was you, but. <laughs> Hold on. We may be related. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, same episode before we start to uncover this relationship between Hattie and Ida B because things do like they get very tense at the end when they go to mm -hmm. the screen because in that same instance where she she brings these court documents back and she reveals to Ida B like how much work it took to get those documents and Ida B said hey I don't need them she invited her to a screening so mm -hmm. before we do get into that screening and what popped off there because that was just like a very awkward ending um Marie addresses her boyfriend or was this over the actually that was in the beginning but we didn't talk about that when Marie addresses her boyfriend giving out or collecting the card from oh boy at the party at the work party so just seeing that and I know we kind of mentioned it in episode three do, are we really thinking that um, Marie's boyfriend is, you know, maybe he is as fluid? I don't know what to give him yet because we just don't know. Um, we don't know. I don't know. They haven't really. It's just they have our minds wondering. Like, I'm still yeah. confused myself. <laughs> I don't know. OK, you know, I'm not going to assume, you know, so I'm going to wait till he says something or or. Um, says something. Oh, she can't just admit it. I don't know. Ooh, that'd be yeah. scary. Because I think whatever it is, oh. it has her really tense. Not only is she dealing yeah. with the problems of her mom's gambling addiction, which Ooh. we haven't talked about too much, but she's also probably dealing with the same confusion we're dealing with right now. And it's on level 10 because this is somebody that she's with. Um, mm -hmm. So since we're not going to throw out any assumptions and we're not going to make an ass out of ourselves. Thank um, you. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> but we can do some predictions later. Um, 
how are we feeling about Ida B? So I'm going to bring it back full circle to what I was just talking about as far as they go to the screen. <clears throat> um, first off, when Ida B was giving Hattie this suit, they were kind of close. I don't know if y'all peeped that, but they were like really close to the point of where I just didn't know what was going to happen. And then as they're at this screening, Ida's hand is like real close to, to Hattie's hand. So it was almost, it looked like if they were on a date to me. Um, and towards the end of that scene, we see that Ida kind of took this jealous role. I'm not sure what the emotions was, but as Hattie was giving her opinion to um, the screening director, who I can't remember who it was, a director of the screening, she was just giving her opinions and Ida B just came with some harsh, critical um, comments instead. So how do you guys feel about that whole ending? What's going on here? Is this our prediction or we this is or just what are you feeling about that ending? Because it kind of left off the episode left off there. I yeah, it ended right there. Harsh criticism and then you know so I'm gonna wait after Taz. See, I mean it's 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 been clear that you know Ida Ida B uh kind of likes Patty in my opinion. I kinda you know you kind of see these things happen like at first, it was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be your, you know, I'm gonna be the person that breaks into the industry, go get my drinks and stuff like that." But overall, I mean, the, given the nature of the show, it, at some point, I kind of saw them this this kind of happening, you know. And I mean, I think that I I keep saying Hattie B. Ida may, as far as the work, like we say, using the je the jealousy role, I think she may want the success of Hattie to only come from her, and I think maybe she saw that you know what she was saying was valuable for what was it the screen what was the person the the person Hattie was talking okay. to at the end I just think mm -hmm. she 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 wants she wants to hold that that success that, that her Absolutely. success of her to she her plug. right she don't want any other opportunities to come from anyone else for her yeah had it be and I think that's you know that's I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting to see, especially you know, because she she did put her on, but at the same time, you know, you you would think she would want her to be great in all uh, forms of in all ways, but looks like yeah. maybe she want she want to be the only person to provide that type of opportunity for her. Wow, that's yeah. Um, just piggybacking with that, it seems like he <laughs> she don't have Ida B. Doesn't seem like she has too much going for her besides her success in her career. Right. So she may be a little bored, you know, and Haiti is her, uh, her new fun. You know, she's the new interested person. Clearly, she wants to look out for her and help her some way, somehow. Like what she told the other young lady, the assistant who didn't get the job that Haiti has is this, you know, she believes that she needed it more than her. So I think that she's a new project. I'm just not sure where her energy is going. Either she's trying to be that main person and really put her on or she um, may be a little, you know, curious. Um with her or she may be opening another door that we don't know about Hollywood Lena may be putting out there that the Me Too movement does it is not always about guys and maybe with girls too I'm not sure what direction we're going mm -hmm. um, but we're going to learn something new today oh we sure are oh. we sure are <laughs> Hattie got so. all the girls going crazy yes, <laughs> all, all the girls the boss and everything I'm like is she about to smash the boss or what like what's going hey, on this is real life Okay. It's real life. So I think we can move into our predictions because I think that's where we're kind of heading anyway. Um, yeah. So what are you guys' predictions? What's going to unfold? What's happening? I'll let Rochelle go. Uh-uh! <laughs> you know I always wait for you. <laughs> no, my predictions, I, I definitely think they're going to have a hot moment. Ida, Ida, and, uh, Ida B and Hattie. I think that Marie is going to um she's going to break in a, in a sense she has a lot going on like you said between her mom and then the boyfriend i think she's going to break and i think we'll actually get to know it didn't and then the uh at work you know the battle between her her co-worker i think she's going to break and we'll see why she is the way she is because it's only so much that her friends are going to take you know of her like i guess pessimistic type of personality and approach on things so We'll get to know who she is and maybe, you know, y'all like her a little more. Okay. Hattie going to get us some trouble. Ooh. I know she's going to get us some trouble. She's, she's going she's gonna to mess up and do something Ooh. really bad, I think. 
but we'll see how it's going. Oh, I, I agree with that. I think that she she has been playing for a minute, you know, just with everything, mm-hmm. just the way she was taking selfies on the first day to the coffees. Like we've been seeing her mess up a little bit, but she's been sliding by. So it got to be something big now. Episode five, like what happened? Like you can't just be sliding by in this big opportunity right here. Something has to happen. Some epiphany has to happen. So mm-hmm. so she can change or at least move with some type of authority because right now she's just winging by she's just enjoying the ride but she's not yep. moving with any intentions i don't think she's taking advantage of what the opportunity that she has in front of her so um i agree with you i'm just going to jack that and that's what i'm going to do so yeah <laughs> so look <laughs> y'all do nothing without intentions um Ooh. so my predictions i'm kind of going to piggyback off what tez was saying as well mm-hmm. as far as marie is going to break and i say that because um what's homegirl name nia gave did the little pentagon swing on her mm-hmm. and she said her sacral area her chakra there was blocked um and and that being blocked is just like a precursor for a lot of different things so i think she is going to reach that breaking point um and we're really going to see who she is and and get to know her character on a deeper level um i think that hattie is going to express her concerns to ida b about what happened at that little screening because i think that was awkward for her too and me knowing hattie she she doesn't seem like a um, person who's not assertive you know even from the beginning of episode three she's like look i'm trying to be a writer so what you got for me so i think yeah. she's gonna come at ida b on some like you know what what's going on what's up like what you got against me or which what, what's going on like what, what you know i don't know i don't know how that's mm-hmm. gonna play yeah. out, but i do see a serious conversation <laughs> happening between them or at least her trying yeah but before we do go, do I do want to thank everyone who is watching us. Thank you guys so much for blessing us to be the ESPN of TV Talk here at AfterBuzz. And thank you guys so much for watching us. If you guys are watching, please go ahead and subscribe. You won't get any of those weird pesky notifications or anything like that. So don't even trip. We have all different types of shows and categories as well. If you are listening on iTunes, please give us a thumbs up and like and subscribe as well. Keep talking to us. This is a community and we're so happy to be here doing what we love with you guys. So thank you guys again for listening and watching and subscribing. And there's nice to be the ESPN of TV Talk. Yes, thank you. Especially during this quarantine time, y'all, you know, it feels so good. Yes, stay safe, you guys. Um, yes. So thank you for tuning in with us on episodes three and four with 20s. Um, I'm Imani J. You can find me on all social media platforms at Imani Ajax. Hey. <laughs> I'm Cortez uh, Kirkwood. You can find me on Instagram at Stupid Wild Tez, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yes, and I'm your host, Rochelle. You guys can find me on Instagram at Roach Baby. That's R-O-A-C-H-B-A-Y-B-E-E. Thank you. Oh, yeah, have and a good I night. see you next week. Yes, see you guys next week. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.